What's going on, everyone? Um, before we start this episode, definitely want to uh, give a lot of praise and, um, and, and, and thank yous to everyone who's reached out uh, for our first pilot episode last week um, of our Flaming Hot Topics. Um, thank you for um, criticisms and um, reviews and all that. For all of that has brought us that for our second episode, and we are absolutely ready to go. I'm two James of the Big Old Bell Podcast. I'm here with my buddy, Mr. Hill Will Mahoney. What's up, buddy? What's up, my man? You were a busy man in New Orleans while the rest of us were watching from afar on the <laughs> award-winning WWE Network. <laughs> <laughs> I, it was a hell of a time down there, dude. It took me a long time to get back to reality. Um, and I, I literally went down there to have fun. I didn't I didn't uh, do no podcast. Last, as, as I said, I wanted to and I had my equipment. But after a while, I was just having so much fun. I was like, man, this is vacation. I paid my good dollars. I don't want to be out here working. But I, I did network and I talked to people and, I, you know, took pictures. And that was just part of the fun. But it definitely took me a long time to get back into the set of reality. So, um, you know, we cut an episode on Thursday and um, I was still trying to shake off the rust a little bit but i'm definitely ready to go now so we're we're, we're definitely going to tackle some of these really flaming hot topics that got <laughs> all of the internet so mad after wrestlemania boiled over and it's all said and done jesus 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 <laughs> so um definitely check out our first episode as um for anybody who didn't this basically is something that me and will we're putting together and we're tackling all of the more of the touchies slash controversial topics that are flame uh that are floating around on the internet so last week we talked about um the dad who attacked the wrestler after the wrestler uh spit at his daughter so we're going to be on the rim of stuff like that but after mania week and you got to know there's zillions and zillions of things to talk about here so we're going to handle um we're going to we're going to try to handle a couple of them and uh we hope you guys enjoy so the first thing we're just going to just you know put to bed here is the ronda rousey thing because you we all knew you mm -hmm. everyone was so tight about that going into mania for the whole weeks about is she deserving is she going to be able to put on a good match blah 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 well is it safe to say that there's no doubt that she is a pure star and she did what she had to do in the ring ronda came out there and she put the doubters to rest she put him to sleep. She might as well have choked him out in the octagon. <laughs> she came out there and, I mean, from, from her entrance all the way through that match, I mean, it was very clear to me that everyone involved spent a lot of time putting that together. There was a lot of effort made. And they could have very easily just had, you know, the match be mostly Kurt Angle and Triple H and Ronda doesn't do much and she just comes in and finishes it and that's it. And they did not go that route. They had her do a ton of darn stuff. And I mean, they went a good like 20 minutes. I wasn't expecting that at all. And she carried a lot of that match and worked with Steph, worked with Triple H and looked good the whole way through. There, there yeah. was very little I can say where she didn't look, you know, didn't look good in that match. And the craziest thing is that is her first like, public match that she's ever had yeah look stars do what stars does i mean look you put them in a spotlight that's why they're created they're, they're they're called the star because they cultivate it and then and then they shine their brightest i have to say that the weakest link of, of that entire match was stephanie mcmahon because by all means it looked like she's she had no clue what she was doing in there um some of ronda's execution on her moves i mean everybody knows wrestling is a part of choreography so it takes two people in order to create a spot and um that um that um that suplex that Ronda hit that Stephanie kind of laid out flat was totally botched. Yeah. Um, yeah. She laid she was supposed to tuck and it made it look bad. And 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 quickly you want to blame Ronda for that. But then right away she works with Triple H in the ring and you automatically see what you know a professional wrestler such as Triple H a, a star in his own working with another star is able to how they're able to sell moments. So I literally think that she had probably the, the brightest point of the four of them in that match. Uh, Kurt Angle also looked healthy. One given us props there. But absolutely, she did what she had to do, and she shined her brightest, and that's, that's, what, that, that's what she was supposed to do, and I think the doubters can all cease now. Yeah, no, she totally 
exceeded expectations i would say i mean i wasn't i never expected it to be bad but i also wasn't getting totally oh she's gonna you know totally go out there and represent you know i was leaving plenty of room for okay it's her first match but she for a first match that was incredible i have not you know there's a plenty of people i've seen wrestling for a few years i wouldn't be able to go out there and do that so i mean she definitely put her work in and earned that there's no other way to put it she earned that match and yeah. she she delivered she more than delivered and here i think the craziest part of the whole thing is we live in a world now where stephanie mcmahon can defend the arm bar <laughs> ronda smile turned into her grin is like pure ice like it's just it, give, <laughs> it gives you chills right away and i gotta say the crowd was on their feet the entire time for ronda's match at the point that I don't even know who was the match after that, but good luck to them because I know it couldn't have been memorable. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, it, it's it's she did what she had to do, and um, I, I hope the haters are very much much uh, put to bed now on that note. But I will say this: Dana White was in the crowd. He looked very much uh, pleased at um, at Ronda and her doings. Everyone's happy for Ronda. I think video packages very humanized her a lot because um, you know she's. She's the baddest woman on the planet, but she's also still a human being. She's clearly suffered through the, uh, depression. And for her to have that moment and how emotional she was, I mean, you can tell her heart is completely in there. Um, she talked about having never having this much support from women in the world um, at, at, at one time altogether. So, I mean, this, this is very much just one of the bright moments we're going to get from her moving down the line. So, uh, you know, let's just, let's just, again, put all the haters to bed and let's just move forward and let's just see what else she's able to produce and bring to the spotlight. And, and well, to your point that you made numerous times, I mean, the media coverage for her has been crazy. I still get wild when I see like um, ESPN on their bottom ticker have WWE under there. And I'm like, <laughs> what, are, what are they about to report? And one is being Ronda. And then two is going to be my second point and which is going to be our first flaming hot topic of the day. Brock Lesnar and, um, and Roman Reigns' match was a complete shit show. Terrible, <laughs> terrible, 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 terrible. My take from being there is that it's terrible because no one knew what to do. We were standing around like, is there going to be like a Marvel after the credits or something like that? Or like, where's the pyro? To fl- like, all of that. Like, we literally was like left to see was anything. Someone comes out. It just felt so flat. Yeah. Um, and, and rumors went that rock and the mcmahon's got into it backstage and blah 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 but brock is a businessman he does what he does best and he has a contract resigned and people are livid <laughs> they're livid <laughs> they're livid so my question as we as we talk about the rock and roman reigns all the way to the greatest world rumble this whole storyline of the two of them is why are people so mad at Brock being a businessman doing what's best for his pockets? I, I I swear this this whole situation, that whole match, and the aftermath of it this week has been has been a, a, as you were saying it it was a complete shit show, and the aftermath has been a shit show. Yeah, because we're sitting here, people are mad that Brock Lesnar is a part timer, and they're mad that he's a part time champion. But at the same time, they didn't want to give that match a chance from the moment they came out there, and they absolutely didn't want Roman Reigns getting that belt. <laughs> the whole the whole way going up to this match, I kept saying to people, I'm like, I get that you might not like the match, and I get that you might not like Roman Reigns, but look at it this way. It's getting the belt off of Brock. It's yeah. doing that at least. And once it's on Roman, then you can go wherever with it. You can go to Braun. You can go wherever. But th- tonight, let's get the belt out of Brock and get him out of the way. You know, it's yeah. step one of a multi-part thing. And they weren't even going to have that. And they're now they're all bitter about Brock is still the champ. So it's like <laughs> you can't have it both ways. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, Brock, again, is another star. And the reason why Brock is a star is because he has a draw over numerous platforms in sports entertainment, not just like the casual wrestling fan, but to the people who doesn't watch wrestling, um, to the people who don't watch wrestling but knew him from the past, so the people who don't think wrestling is real, so he's able to bring that realistic feel. I mean, blood is blood. Some people don't know. 
quite frankly, no one knew if, was it a work or not in the, mm -hmm. in the ring. So you get, you're able to bring those people, the realists of the world, that says, like, I don't watch it, it's fake, but Brock Lesnar, he's a real dude, so, you know, he's going to beat up on that guy. You know, there's legitimately that those type of people out there. Um, and then on top of that, I mean, he's still a big UFC draw. People from the UFC are tuning in because they want to know how do they conclude this because he's already looking forward to being um, um, booked and, and, and signing with the UFC. Um, serving his completing his suspension with the um uh Vegas Athletic Commission uh from last year. What, what was the steroid uh bust or whatever it was, something yeah, like that? A failure after the Mark Hunt match, yeah, yeah, UFC 200, yeah. So, yeah. you know, a lot of people are invested because of all those different angles and, and stuff like that. And we know Vince McMahon is a businessman, you know, he's all about his money, and he knows potentially that. Dana White is salivating the fact that having Brock back because he needs a star. So if he's able to cut a deal to keep Brock there, maybe a deal that even gives, keep, lets Brock work USC as well so that he's part-time in, in two of the sports, um, and he's still able to get money from that, or even the intrigue of the universal belt actually walking into the octagon, who knows? Yeah, Why no. wouldn't you do it? <laughs> there are a ton of options, and I can only imagine that day in the Superdome. The the look on Vince's face when he was sitting in the proverbial catbird seat that afternoon. Yeah. The timing could not have been more perfect. Dana just had had that fiasco with Conor McGregor oh, yeah. before. So yeah. Dana is painted into this corner where his biggest darn star has gotten arrested ain't going to be doing anything anytime soon and a huge PR nightmare. And he needs something. UFC desperately needed something after the Conor McGregor fiasco and the, and the, and the total mess that was their pay-per-view that the night before. Yeah. So getting Brock back in the fold obviously would help them a ton and they needed any darn help they can get. So Vince just got, Vince probably got to write his own ticket there. He's like, Hey, I got the guy you want right here mm -hmm. and Vince is only going to benefit from Brock Lesnar jumping back and forth between the two companies. So even if Brock just does one fight and I guess the rumor is that he might that they might uh, have him get the uh heavyweight title fight at the end of the year is the rumor because he's got 6 months left of his uh USADA suspension. Yeah. Got to serve before he can do anything. So if he gets back in the testing pool now, he'd be ready come December mm -hmm. so he could have a title fight at the end of the year, which I mean, it, it draw money. It would draw yeah. money. Just, just as even just as a freak show as a one-off and who knows if he would win the belt or not at his age, but it's that's publicity for WWE. That's publicity that helps for UFC because they desperately need something. And yep. I mean, when it first went down, the first thing that when Roman retained the belt, you know, it, it did immediately put the idea in my head. I was like, is the, is the long play here? that the WWE Universal Champion fights in the octagon with that red strap on his shoulder when he comes out. How amazing would that be? It, look, it's not even a far-fetched thing, because anytime any uh, champion of any sport wins, they get a WWE belt, and they sure as hell flourish everywhere they go, because it's something that... I mean, it's, I have a belt, and it's something that when you have it, it's a sense of like pride or just you know feeling, feeling cool or accomplished with it. So... Could you imagine that the legitimate belt goes to a legitimate sport and you carrying it saying that you are a champion of, a, of that other company that people know they will familiarize themselves with it and relate to it? That right there is amazing to me. Yeah, and I think we're in the position right now where UFC in the past would not have gone for something like that, but with the mess they had last week and them yeah. really needing a draw, if it yeah. was ever a possibility of it happening, this is it. Yeah, so who yeah. knows? Come the end of the year, what goes down? I mean, Brock's still got to—he's got to train. He's got to get in the, the testing pool and serve the yeah. rest of his suspension. There's yeah. a lot of pieces that got to go into play, and of course, the assumption is now that they've just delayed the Roman Reigns title switch to the Greatest Royal Rumble, so it can be in front of a what they expect to be a more uh more receptive crowd <laughs> for one night. But in the meantime, I mean, they they did Roman dirty. They did Roman dirty that night because I mean. Yeah, they they treated him like Lex Luger, like not going over on Yokozuna at SummerSlam. <laughs> it's like you built this up for a year, and we you knew how the crowd was going to react. Maybe they were living in the bubble and thinking, "Oh, it's not going to be that bad," and they just 
panic that day and we're going to delay it a month. But you killed all of Roman's momentum. You killed like all that build and just made him look like a chump that night. And how they made Brock look like a chump too, doing all those F5s and not putting him away. Yeah. Like n- neither one of them came out of that match looking good, but it really, to me, it hurt Roman the most. It hurt Roman the most. They could put the t- they could put the title on him in a month, but next night he comes back, you know, or a couple days later on Raw, we know what the reaction is going to be, and it's not it's not going to be any better for it. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. Um, you know, the fans out there, some people that kill me because a lot of people are mad again, as we talked about with how this match was booked and Brock and Hart not being there yet. I mean, the, the whole storyline was booked about Brock being a part-timer. He comes and goes as is he please and all this other stuff. And, and like you said, but then people are like, they're, they're still, t- they're just finding reasons to be mad about. And I, I think just moving forward to the, to this next point is that now the UFC is getting ready to book another CM Punk fight. Now, if I recall correctly, not too long ago, people were like, oh God, no more Punk's fight. But everybody seems to be so much intrigued about this. No matter if he wins or loses, people care that the fact that there's a person that they didn't know on this card that that gives them a reach in the walks. And I guarantee that this UFC Chicago will end up becoming, um, will will end up grossing a good amount of money uh, regardless. And I think that's the, the recipe that the UFC and the WWE are looking at each other like. We can make a lot of stuff together. I know in the past we had our, our differences about we're real and they're fake. We don't want to make sure that there's no like blurred line between that. But now they realize that they can cross promote and it will help each other down the line. Yeah. The punk fight. It's been long enough since that first one, when he had that horrible performance against Mickey gall, it's been (laughs) long enough that I think people are like, okay, he had his one fight. He didn't do good. There's going to be interest to see him give it one more crack and Mm. see if he's improved any. And and, I mean, and think of this. I mean, you got to remember that fight was a while ago. Mm -hmm. Even if he lands one punch, it will be an improvement over the (laughs) the last fight where he literally had zero offense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. It won't be on my things to do, but if it does happen to fall on a Saturday where I'm not doing anything, I guess I'll give it a look. But we got we know there's there's nothing more, but. Uh, ESPN quick highlight on that for us. So, um, so what, 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 what's our next topic? What, what, what are we covering now? Let's see. We, we took care of Mania, the big stuff there. <laughs> of course, we got the the big stuff going down this week. This week coming, we got that big superstar shakeup right on the horizon, and we had a number of new faces show up on the main roster this week. So the the face of the WWE is about to change. That's right. I, I look. Here's my first thing about that. Um, it's cool that they're doing the shakeup again. Um, it's been rumored for a while that they're going to do it, and that the fact that they are doing it is cool. Um, I'm a I'm a tell I'm a, I'm gonna tell you why I'm hot from the first time that they did it. There was so much selling and fantasy booking about what the shakeup was going to be from because they were le- legitimately treating it like you know a form of a um like like how football and stuff does it basically uh where there's going to be trades um obviously there's going to be call-ups there's going to be splitting of of um of 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 tag teams and all that and 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 in reality there really wasn't anything there was just people just going to different going to the different brands and they're like they're just there and i think um that last year was cool and interesting but there was some um intriguing things that they did they could have capitalized on that they did i mean breaking up the club when they had their momentum uh kind of was shocking to me i believe becky lynch had a few with was it mickey james i think it was something of that sort that um they were they were definitely doing stuff with them when when mickey first showed up yeah I'm trying to remember if it was happening still at the split though but none, nonetheless though i mean I think this is a good time because there's a ton of people that have nothing going on. And um, I think that um, I think that from um, you, from the participants in the battle Royals clearly is the indicator of the people who need the most moving forward with this. So um, um, I, I, I have to say that one of the biggest intrigues for me, if they don't get moved and I think should get moved, but it hurts the gimmick so bad. But I think Elias um, 
needs to go to SmackDown. I think that um, there's just way too much on Raw going on. The fact that he did not get a match on Mania is part of the is part of the uh, it's part of the problem on Raw. You got too much talent and you don't have enough going on with SmackDown. Just doesn't have anything going on with with their time period. And I think Elias could uh, make a good championship run there, or be put into the main event as he deserves. That's a good idea. Um, I hadn't thought of Elias. Elias, for me, you know, for me, I always try to keep in mind that it seems like Raw is the more sports entertainment show and SmackDown is the more wrestling show. And so the guys that are more sports entertainment, the more Vince McMahon types, especially the heavy character people like Elias, I tend to think they do better on Raw. So I would think he would probably stay there, but there is a case to be made. Like you're saying that he needs a role. He needs something because he was just out in the wind on that darn pay-per-view. But part of that, of course, can also be that they're going to be moving people over. So maybe my part of my thinking would be you keep him on raw, but you specifically bring him something in the draft. That's going to set him up and give him something to do. Okay. I can see that. Yeah, as far as people I'm thinking, so you were thinking for, okay, for Elias from Raw. Yeah. One that jumped out to me this week since he just returned and they didn't pair him up right away with his brother since he's doing his own thing. I could see uh, brother Nero, Jeff Hardy. I could see him going to SmackDown and keeping the Hardy boys apart from each other since Matt's doing his own thing right now. And SmackDown could always use another big name like that to spark some life into it. And okay. the way that return went down this week, I was kind of thinking Jeff Hardy might make a switch to the blue side. What what belt is it that he has never had? Is Ooh. it the IC? No, he's had the IC, I'm pretty sure. I don't think he's had the US though. Is okay, yeah, it is no, it is the US, actually. Um, I mean, WWE seems to be big on getting their people with the Grand Slam um accolade, so that could be interesting if he goes to SmackDown and able to keep put right into that picture right away. Yeah, that I mean, it's just something that was kicking around in my head the way things went down this week with his return, where they they made a very big point of he was not brother Nero, and they got <laughs> Bray Wyatt hanging out with Matt. So it's like it doesn't seem like they're they're putting him into that mix right there with that. And, and to me, that makes sense because Jeff's been out long enough, and there's so much already built up, you know, interest from all the history of Jeff Hardy and WWE, he he can stand on his own right now. He doesn't need to do the brother Nero yeah. gimmick and they could always pull that out down the road. So I'm kind of thinking SmackDown might be a good fit for him to have him do his own thing while Matt's doing uh, his deal over there. Now you mentioned the IC title and that, or in the U S title. And that made me think of something as I just mentioned about, you know, the more heavy character based people. Mm-hmm. Another thing I was thinking was I could possibly see a scenario where the IC and the U.S. titles do a little flip-flop, and Seth Rollins goes to SmackDown, and Jinder Mahal and the U.S. title come over to Raw, because we know how Vince loves Jinder. Yeah. And I'll give Jinder this all along. I mean, the in-ring's never been there, but as a character, I think it's a tremendous character. And I could really see Vince wanting to do more with that, and having him switch sides would be, I think, a good way to do it. Uh, that'd be interesting. Um, actually, I wonder if um any of the booking for the Greatest World Rumble actually gets uh in, in jeopardy because of this. Hmm. Well, everyone's gonna be on that show, it seems, since they got 50 people there. So th- th- that's card that card's gonna be interesting just regardless. What's yeah, gonna go I mean, down that day? I like to still consider it a, a house show pay-per-view. So I don't think there's gonna be must mu- much to make out of it, but Wonder if there will be some rumblings of uh of 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 that. Um, yeah, I I, I actually really like that. That that seems that seems right to me. Um, a lot of people has been buzzing about Daniel Bryan going to Raw. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't see it hurting. I mean, obviously, I to to your point about what Raw represents as a show, I can see that. But um, there's not much there that 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 wows will make sense to me but yeah. i will say that baron corbin going to raw makes sense um he's kind of fell flat on smackdown um and they i i, I feel that with braun Strowman going going that over as a super baby face 
The only person that's really left as a heel on Raw to me is The Miz. And I think bringing Barry Corbin in um, can help um, level that a little bit as well, too. Definitely going to need some heels there. There's a couple ways they could go about that. SmackDown was needing heels, too, and they turned Nakamura. So they they helped with that there. Um, Now, as far as Daniel Bryan goes, and, and another name you mentioned just there, The Miz, my thinking all along, I don't know where people are getting this whole Daniel Bryan thing. I think it's people just kind of fantasy booking now that he's back and they consider Raw the A show when they want him on the A show. My number one thing with Daniel Bryan is I think he should absolutely be kept apart from Roman Reigns. You put him on Raw and Roman Reigns is there, Roman Reigns is going to be completely dead in the water. He More than he even is now. And he's already <laughs> pretty damn dead in the water. So yeah. they need to keep those two apart if there's any hope of doing something with Roman having the belt. So I would keep Daniel Bryan on SmackDown. And that's the other thing. With his return, that helped a ton with breathing some darn life into SmackDown, which Mm -hmm. desperately needed the help. Mm -hmm. It's been a rough couple months on SmackDown. I would move The Miz over to SmackDown and immediately get him and Daniel Bryan in a program because there is so much there (laughs) in, in the bank that they can work with. And it's an easy thing to do with Daniel Bryan that doesn't have him in the title picture, but it's a feud that's already built that people already, you can start it up. You could start it this week and people will be all in on it. I agree with that. I think it makes sense. I think uh, the Miz will also be kind of happy with that as well, too. Um, he, he he definitely went out and made talking smack everything it was. Well, not everything it was, but he definitely made it uh, much watch TV, as he would say. Um, in some of the segments that he's cut there. So I know he will be happy to be able to finally put an exclamation point on that. Um, what about women? For, no, wait, before women, what do you think they do with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn? I've heard some crazy things being floated around with them, but w- what do you think? I was thinking with them, since they made that whole thing with them showing up on Raw and not being welcome there this week, I was definitely thinking there's a chance you have them go down to NXT. Maybe <laughs> yeah. not for long. Maybe yeah. just like through maybe uh, the next big show for NXT, next takeover will be in June yeah. when they do um, the one in uh, Chicago, I think, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. For Money yeah. in the Bank. Yeah. Um, maybe just keep them there through that and do some kind of angle where they go down to NXT and hang out for a bit and do some essentially some kind of storyline where they got to make their way back to the main roster and it can pay off in like a big match on the um, TakeOver show with them involved in it. As far as NXT goes, another another random couple names that popped in my head that we're not seeing much of lately, but I think could, could would be guys you could plug in down there and do something with in a more work rate-based environment. Why not send the fashion police down there? <laughs> you know? I mean... I mean, they need something. I mean, I wouldn't even call it a demotion, but I mean, I... I think it's being intrigued for, you know, if NXT was legitimately just created as its own brand instead of just like a minor league and that people did actually, um, you know, went to NXT and and and, and worked full program stuff like that. I, th- I think it makes sense for some people that just doesn't have anything going on their respective show and probably respectively, if they go to the opposite show, it probably wouldn't help them much, but. Fashion Police are cutting good segments on SmackDown. A lot of people are intrigued by that. But as far as them having even in-ring matches or anything, I, there, there's nothing there. Yeah. I, 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 I definitely like that. I, I think that would be good. I, but again, here, here's my here's my other two cents about the shakeup. Um, with, with the call-ups on last week, SmackDown feel like they just lost that week. They got the Iconic Duo, which is definitely a plus. But that's it. While Raw came out with ember moon um they had bobby lashney who's a returning person then they had uh aop <laughs> yeah authors of pain so you know they delivered big while smackdown only brought up one person i think that if the shakeup is any indication of, of 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 anything similar to that with raw raw getting majority of the people in smackdown just getting you know what's left it's not it's not looking good yeah, maybe one thing they do this week is they kind of balance that out and Hopefully. kind of SmackDown get the better of things on this side it, it, when they move things around this week. Um, that's it. I mean, the Raw, of course, being a longer show, it has a little bit bigger of a roster. Mm-hmm. So I think there's 
there's definitely there's pieces that can be moved. It's just a matter of how they're going to do it. I was trying to think what who could possibly be the biggest get that SmackDown could get to bolster them up. I think the Miz is I think the Miz is the, the person there. If you're talking about from NXT, I don't know, man. I feel, I'm hearing like Drew McIntyre, but I don't even think that's a safe bet right now. Um, it would have to be. <laughs> It had to be something crazy like Alistair Black coming right up with the with the championship. It would it would literally have to be something like that. If we're talking from NXT, the biggest thing I could see being they took the title off him would be uh Almas and uh Zelina. Yeah. And they, I mean yeah. Yeah. that whole situation coming off the coming off WrestleMania weekend, I'm not terribly happy about because I think there was a lot of mileage left in those two as mm. the NXT champion. Mm. And I think they pulled the trigger on black a little too soon. Mm-hmm. Like, I would have stretched that out through the summer, but those two, you could bring them up and they are ready. I just think you could have kept their act in NXT a little longer and uh, had them as the, as the faceplate down there. Like they've been, I think they're, they're white hot right now as an act. Um, yeah. Yeah. But as far as people who are already on the main roster, another from raw Here's kind of a wild card idea that they could kind of throw out there. Since he didn't have a much of a role at Mania either, what if they moved Braun? Yeah, I I, I heard that one as well too. I, I mean, he did. Yeah, he vacated the tag titles. Um, but I mean, I think you want to keep him semi close to Brock in that in that Universal Championship. There's definitely some unfinished business there. Um, him versus Roman. I. I think Vince is uh, probably having an orgasm about the idea of that still. Um, but I, I don't know. I mean, you put him on SmackDown, he definitely cleans the locker room. There's, no, there's nothing <laughs> or no one for him to work with there. That would kind of be my thinking is if you put him on SmackDown, you have him, you give him the title over there yeah. like this summer at some point. You do that as his first stop where he like, you know, finally gets his hands on big singles gold over there. I mean, part of this, I think the bit missed the wild card factor here is Lesnar. Does he lose the title at Greatest Royal Rumble ever, and then does he just disappear, or does he stick around somewhat? Yeah, I think I, I think we do have uh, two weeks worth of. We have to definitely see how some of this plays out. So we definitely will have to get back to talking about the shakeup again because there's a lot of just um, a lot of pieces of the puzzle that could be moved around here, and we'll, hopefully they, they they fulfill this in the right way and 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 doesn't you know be sort of underwhelming in the building of this. So we'll, we'll definitely see as far as the greatest world rumble. I mean, that, that baby comes on on 12 o'clock Eastern time on a Friday. Will you be watching? I won't be watching live. I was considering getting out of work for it, but that show is going to look sounds like it's going to be really, really long. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm already taking off to be at our NXT DC meetup this right. coming Thursday. That's so, right. Doing two weeks in a row and getting out early for wrestling wasn't going to happen. And the NXT meetup is going to be a heck of a lot more fun, I think, than uh, what you're saying. Like you say, it has a house show feel to it. Yeah. I mean, look, they built up Beast in the East. I remember um, two years ago, I think it is by now. And I mean, it it had a lot of implications there. I think Chris Jericho made his return, worked a good match with Neville. But it still was just a glorified house show. It just did not do anything big. As they're trying to build it to be even a world, even the greatest world rumble. What what happens if the person wins? I mean, why isn't that stated? The winner should headline SummerSlam. You know, <laughs> something they can do something cool, you know. But you know, we really don't even know what what, what, what what's it all for besides money in Vince's pockets. That's why gender obviously has the title, considering that India is not that far from um, Abu Dhabi. Is that where it's at? Or Dubai? There one Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. Okay. Yeah, so, Jeddah. Is where, yeah, yes, that's right. That's right. You're saying that's right. in the ads. Um, yeah, I mean, the, I want to know how much money uh, the oil sheiks over there are uh, ponying <laughs> up because they're getting they're getting the most loaded lineup. They're getting a loaded lineup that's like insane. I mean, you got Taker on the show. You got Triple H and John Cena. Yeah, and I mentioned this week. I was like, if they didn't have these archaic views on women over there, and they had Ronda Rousey, they'd have a more loaded lineup than WrestleMania. Yeah, that's 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 definitely. A good point. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Probably having Ronda Rourke in the UFC fight, the way how uh, they, they must be do- dropping uh, dollars in for this. But I will say this, since we're talking about this, um, <laughs> the internet. We love it. We hate it. We use it. 
and and then we hate ourselves for using it at times. <laughs> Looks like that uh Rusev Day will not be getting buried. This 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 uh greatest world rumble is Chris Jericho will be making his replacement. People are <laughs> not only are people upset, I wanna say that well, can we say is Rusev upset? Like what what do we make of this? I think Rusev knows exactly what he's doing, and I think he is working some people. And he realizes there's there is interest there. There's definitely a buzz, and he'd be a fool not to take advantage of that. Yeah. So I look at it like this: that that day all that went down, WWE's Twitter retweeted Lana talking about that match and about it getting changed. As long as the WWE is like retweeting stuff and like acknowledging it, we're seeing a work. I'm okay. Not, I, yeah. Until I see radio silence on their part, I'm not like I'm not buying that. As long as they're like drawing attention to it, nah. Is it that everyone knows what's going on here? There's a lot of wishful thinking on people's people's you know minds right now. Yeah. But and then Rusev knows what he's doing. And man, I think it's, they don't, I don't think they have an idea of what they're doing with Rusev. I think that's been kind of the issue the past few months is he wasn't figured into the mania plans. And now that they're past mania, you know, with the shakeup and everything happening, you know, the, the, we have clean pages in the, in the book ahead of us to write. So this is the chance to do something with him. It's just a matter of what they're going to do. And I think they're kind of figuring that out for everybody right now. Uh, there, I mean, Rusev is clearly super over. Merch is probably it, it got to be selling amongst the highest of everyone right now. Um, Lana and Rusev are making, um, they are directing and ex- executive producing a movie. I kind of saw it on their Instagram really quick, but they're doing something with a movie, so they got other things going. E was bright, was out there bright and early in New Orleans, uh, filming Total Divas. So. Um, you know, there's way too many ties and their hands are in way too many pops right now for WWE to cut tiles off something. I, who knows how silly it could be as far as what the booking of this match, whatever it may be. So I totally agree with you. Um, people need to chill out. Rusev Day is not going to end. I mean, Rusev and the Undertaker match, no one really would have carried anyway. <laughs> Point blank. Um, so Chris Jericho being a step up for that, that's good. Chris Jericho still um, keeping himself relevant in WWE um and um it is what it is but like people gotta relax about you know blowing up rusev twitter page talking about please don't leave and all this other stuff it's absolutely a work ladies and gentlemen and i can firmly believe that and rusev day will continue but 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 for some wild reason if rusev was to leave wwe of all the parties involved, who is most affected by this? Hmm. As in, we're talking about uh, companies or what? Well, everyone, of, everyone. Everyone. Any, anyone that can be involved with this. Who's ah. most affected? I mean, I'll just throw some random things out there. I mean, is the indie scenes affected? Um, t- t- TNA, since they just <laughs> got referenced by Kurt Angle about <laughs> uh, uh, hiring currently? Or, you know, E, Total Divas, are they affected? Who's all, like, who, the fans? Who do you think is most affected by this? I would think, I mean, if he, if he left, he'd be the hottest commodity leaving in a while. It's yeah. been a long time since someone, like, with that much, you know, momentum on WWE, WWE TV has departed. So that's why part of the reason I can't see him going anywhere because they know they got something going on with him. And they, like I said, he's, he's also in that Total Divas deal. So he's getting money from, from E. He's he's Tim and Lana are too involved with stuff. I would think the big play would be if he left and the timing was right for September, Rusev Day would be trying to be all in. <laughs> I saw them make a lobby for that. Man, that would be nuts. That would be nuts. Um talk about ticket, talking about them hitting their mark. I think it's a 12,000 uh person arena. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They're they're def- Rusev is definitely going to uh, 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 um help push a good fraction of that uh for them if that was to happen. But I absolutely think that if Rusev was to leave, that um Aiden English might as well just hang up his Ooh. boots. That's that's it. Yeah, that would hurt. He he <laughs> would be he would be hurt the most by it because he was struggling 
that boy was struggling and he found a life preserver <laughs> and his, yeah, he, would, <laughs> he would be back drowning <laughs> yeah you you nailed it you nailed it right there poor aiden english he he was he was circling the bowl <laughs> he lucked out he lucked out when rusev day took off <laughs> good call my man yeah I, I i i just would not know um so uh what else i got okay one other thing that i have i talked about this a little bit the other day bring it up to you now <laughs> hall the hall of fame the hall of fame where people basically were stating about how long it was and just felt like it went on and on i didn't watch it but from the people i know attended it just said it just felt so so long and i guess that I, I guess that has to deter people from wanting to go for the next uh, preceding year. But the biggest news coming out of the Hall of Fame actually isn't a, 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 an opinionated thing. It's more of a, an event that happened. And apparently some fans um, were seeking medical attention after being confirmed with cases of the measles. And apparently... Um, that this person that has been hospitalized wasn't attendance of the hall of fame ceremony, which was on, um, Saturday night. Um, I'm sorry, Friday night. He was hospitalized Saturday night. Um, so my, 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 my question to you is, um, um, what, what, what does that automatically like? What's, what, I guess I want to say, what's your opinion on that? Or like, how, how how do you stay <laughs> with so many other things to worry about in the world now? Now you got to worry about going to big populated uh, events where, um, you know, someone may not be vaccinated coming uh, coming from you know another country to bring something severe as the measles there. I mean, what what exactly do you do? Or yeah, what happens here? That's <laughs> that's a concern when you get that many darn people together for such a long weekend. It seems like every time there's one of these big, you know, uh, big four weekends now, whether it's Mania or SummerSlam, out they're doing these, you know, four days in a row between NXT and then the pay-per-view and then Raw and SmackDown. Seems like I always hear reports every time of people that went and were there the whole weekend, had a great time, and then they come home with the funk. <laughs> <laughs> people always be getting sick it seems after those things so the measles is just a whole nother step up on uh what people apparently be catching at these things for my recommendation it would sound like you need to go to this with some hand sanitizer <laughs> you're going to be taking some zycam every day getting that vitamin c pumped into you the whole time there and get some sleep because i think the people will be staying up all night especially on mania with the amount of shows there were last weekend with all the indie shows and stuff People just right. wore themselves out, and they were susceptible. You gotta take care of yourself, people. <laughs> Don't be going to darn WrestleMania weekend if you got the measles. <laughs> That's right. If you know you're sick, you know you, you you know you ain't no condition to be around the general public, and you're risking other people's lives of adults, kids, and anyone else, elders, all ages. Go, come on, people. <laughs> take care of yourself and, and do what's best. You know, for for. For society, that's a that's a selfish thing. If that person willingly knew that they were sick, because it says that uh, symptoms take up to fourteen days, which means that if they show signs the day before, I mean the day after it, that means that they were sick previously before they even got out there. So, yeah, I I don't know that that was a little alarming. <laughs> a few people's responses were, "Thank God I didn't go to the Hall of Fame as it is already," but now definitely thank God I didn't go. But I mean. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way of, there's no way of knowing going into a scenario people just have to do better as always so um got anything else for us one thing we didn't hit we didn't get to the ladies in the shakeup. oh hit, yeah, right let's right. hit the ladies real quick and then i think that's we right. hit it all that's right that's right oh i mean you talked about um becky lynch before needed something to do i think natalia absolutely needs something to do um, but more importantly, I don't think it's more or less neat is the is the frame of needing something to do. I think you re they generally need to start tackling some of these big storylines that they want to do. So I think it's about time that you get the four horsewomen together to to an extent. Um, I think that Bailey coming to SmackDown makes perfect sense. Um, and I also think that if Bailey comes and um 
and Sasha, you know, follows her. Um, keep keeping her kind of hillish on that note. I think it made sense, and I think it worked. You, I think you keep the four of them together. Um, and uh, I think that it keeps the four of them busy, considering that Becky and, and Charlotte stays on the show. Keeps the four of them busy for a while without having to chase the title. Um, with Carmella being a heel on the show, it gives you a chance to have either a call up or someone else um, focus on the title picture for a while. So I think, and I also think the four of them will also create um, some views for SmackDown. I think it, I think it helps them a lot. But God, if Charlotte goes to Raw, Tuesdays is going to be a very, very lonely night for people. So. Yeah, coming off that title win with the cash in on SmackDown, my immediately thinking was that Charlotte's making the move and she's going over to Raw, and it's all with the, the end game in mind of building to her and Ronda probably next year at Mania. Yeah. That's why I figure they had her end the streak. They're going to have Charlotte presented as like she is the best pro wrestling woman in the world, and then we have the best fighter in the world and they're going to do the low long long slow build to the two of them in one of the biggest matches that at mania next year i'm thinking i don't think they'll do it at SummerSlam. i guess there's a possibility they could i think they're gonna they're gonna hold that off for quite a while that's it's wrestlemania ish all the way i mean uh i think that we don't we don't get charlotte and ronda on the same path until royal rumble yeah next year so um yeah keep, excuse me keep them far away from each other um keep Probably keep Oscar on SmackDown as well, too. And then Raw, you just have to this, you know, you have to start building up some of these new time. Keep keep Nia there. Ember Moon being there be cool. Um, and um, I'm trying to think who else can go. Yeah, Natalia could go to Raw. Natalia um, could go, but I don't see that I don't see them in her. She strikes me as like she's not even on their radar. She's just <laughs> she's she's just there to have matches and they're not like invested in like really doing anything with her but she's there because she's got the divas deal and gets to be part of that um becky like we were saying becky's the one who needs it the most yeah. becky needs that change of scenery and can be plugged into something over on the red side and like you mentioned sasha and bailey they're kind of the wild card because i think if you move one you gotta move them both since they've been building this feud so part of me is like well you've been building this feud for months on raw just keep them on raw and finally do the feud or you move them both to SmackDown and you do it there. Yeah. But whichever yeah. way you do it, the two of them obviously are headed for finally doing their their feud. And I would think that end that culminates with a big match at a uh, SummerSlam in Barclays playing off their NXT match. Yeah, I think that um I, I definitely think that you have um yeah, you you have that match booked for SummerSlam. It boils over, they all become friends again. And then you have the four of them and whoever else knows against Rhonda and her four for Survivor Series. That, that we people were speculating on that for this year. So yeah, maybe the idea is you save that and do it this year coming up. Yep. For something for Rhonda to do in the fall. I, I could see that. And that gives them time to get we know Shane is already ready. It's just yeah. a matter of getting Jessamine and uh Roderick Strong's uh Yep. Wife involved. I can't remember her name off the top of my head. But uh, I, I think I've heard reports that Jessamine is down there at the performance center doing stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She was in the crowd at WrestleMania. So and at the Hall of Fame. Yeah, they, yeah, they're name dropping her. So there's this there's, there's a big deal with that, you know. Um and and obviously she's not working MMA, um, any MMA um promotions now. So uh she knows what it is and and, and it's only a matter of time and um, I think that's the best way to introduce her or introduce them, the rest of them, because you put them, you put them on raw or, you know, um, or put them in matches where they're just not ready yet. It, it hurts the big intrigue of the four of them versus the four of them. So it'd be cool to see how that works. Um, definitely look forward to that. So, and then, and then again, you know, then, then we're, moving forward to the Royal Rumble. Then about time we're at the Royal Rumble, then that's when you'll be able to have Charlotte versus man. Now I think about this. You can have Charlotte versus Ronda as the last two people in Survivor Series. Have them bump heads at the Royal Rumble. One of them um, end up being the, either one's already the champion or, or they bump heads again at the Royal Rumble all the way to you. You end up booking that for WrestleMania. I mean, that's legitimately 
a year's plan worth of intrigue with two of your hottest uh, woman talent and arguably one of the best storylines that they could put together right now. So that, that would be fun. But then again, like I said, it really comes down to what do they do Monday and Tuesday to put this forth? And I think that um, it was one of those type of things where the club didn't go all together last year. It was just like, oh, boy, now what? Now it's just like, you know, hopefully they, they make the right decisions here. But nonetheless, I think that the big thing that has to come out of this is SmackDown got to do something to make them worth watching again. Yeah, they got to breathe some life into the blue side. They have a lot of ways they can do it. And then Raw just it doesn't even really need a freshening up. It just needs a new coat of paint for yeah. the summer. It just needs yeah. a new coat of paint for the summer. And they brought so many people back. They got a lot of ways they can do it. It, it feels like between this and then the greatest Royal Rumble show, and then, of course, uh, Backlash coming right after that, we're going we're gonna to get a good idea of the new landscape over the next about three weeks. <laughs> Um, before we get out of here, I guess I want to say, are we mad about Nicholas winning the tag team titles with Braun Strowman? <laughs> I saw so many people getting worked up about that. I that didn't bother me at all. It was like it's late in the show. <laughs> You've been watching this thing for six darn hours. They brought this kid out there. The whole point of the darn Nicholas thing was to show that Braun Strowman could win the darn tag team titles by himself. <laughs> it was a total Vince McMahon sports entertainment WrestleMania moment. That's all it was. Don't overthink it. Don't give me no garbage about it ruined the tag team titles. Come on now. Don't, don't talk to me about the sanctity of those damn red belts. Come on now. <laughs> Calm down. It's one darn thing on the show. It's already done. It's taken care of. We've moved on. <laughs> well, like Rusev say, life is life, and it will be Rusev Day somewhere. It's always <laughs> Rusev Day. <laughs> um, 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 heckling. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I wanted to bring this up, too. What about the heckling fans with Bray Wyatt and his relationship with JoJo the other day? Have you did you did you see? I must have missed this. What did okay, this happen? So, so basically, um, a fan, you know, doing too much as always, indulging in a person's relationship um, on Twitter. Basically, posted a picture of JoJo, and basically the tweet said like. This, okay, so let's try this again. This is JoJo Offerman. She's from a rich and wealthy family. She's messing around with Bray Wyatt, not for the money, but because she likes him because of his personality, despite him being a fat, red beard to many. Uh, so believe in yourself. And he also said that, um, oh, yeah. So, so then Bray Wyatt responded and said, amazing. Let's dig a little deeper, shall we? I am Bray Wyatt, a cult leader supreme. A collegiate all-American, former WWE champion, a future first ballot Hall of Famer, and you are this. Fair posted a picture of the person, said fair comparison. I wish you luck. And um, let's see, Bray. What else did Bray say? Oh, and then the person basically said, "Hey, Bray," he said, laughing my ass off, brother. I'm trying to put you over. And and Bray responded and said, and I made you famous. Wonderful, fair trade. <laughs> so my <laughs> so my question is: no, first of all, number one, Bray Bray giving some personality on Twitter right now. I'm I'm definitely for that because it's usually cryptic with his messages. So um, this 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 bro, this broken and woken brilliance thing that's happening is clearly a, taking Bray to the next level. But like. Do you like? Do you think the fan is out of place to to make? Oh, oh, basically, what is your whole thoughts on this? The fan, you know, making, um, sort of say a, a could say like out of line type of 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 um of of opinion about them, and, and or is it right for Bray to even respond to this person in the first place? Like, or in other words, like, what are your thoughts on that? Sounds like, I mean, we know how the Twitter game works. People say all kinds of ridiculous stuff on there and put all kinds of ridiculous posts about people. And half the time, they're not expecting that the person, if it's one of these famous wrestlers, that they're actually going to see it, much less respond to it. 
<laughs> so yeah. it, and then usually what happens when they get the response, they immediately start backpedaling. Like, oh my God, I didn't mean it that way, man. I'm a big fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they, he just, someone just happened to luck out and they caught Bray at the right moment. Now there is something to be said for with this whole uh, woken version of Bray Wyatt now. Hopefully he drops the 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 promos that are just jibber jabber and don't say much of anything. And it was just all like this, you know, the delivery was good, but the content was just always lacking. Yeah. Hopefully he uses this as a way to change up his presentation. They they sure as heck didn't uh change up his look other than giving him his apron back. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. I, I was ready for like you know some new gear if he's not getting new gear hopefully he gets a new personality at least because that i mean that's an act that needs something changing up and maybe this is kind of the beginning of it him having a a different uh way of speaking and a different voice than the, <laughs> than the tired old one we've had with the fireflies and run and believe and yeah. you know, all that nonsense yeah, if this is the merging of the two, I'm not so totally for it. But if it, you know, if it if it creates a new persona, then I'm definitely that's what I'm that's what I'm hoping, and I hope that's the execution that they go on. But yeah, you know, it, it, this is another case of, the, of someone saying something and acting in ways that they don't think repercussions is going to happen. So you know, people got to do better, man. And like you know, sometimes you got to mind your business. I get I get it. The relationship is out there in, in this in public, but it's not it doesn't make it your right to try to justify someone else's um relationships and or status to someone else like that's just completely absurd so yeah all right well this week we um you know we we handled what was hot what was hot for the week um luckily no one's uh beating up anybody else or anything crazy like that um <laughs> um it's safe to say that no one was uh, banned or suspended or or even took a fine from New Orleans, so power drivers were at an all-time low uh, last weekend, except for WWE product. Uh, apparently, Pete Dunne did one somewhere, but um, that doesn't matter. He's a WWE guy, so I'm sure they gave him a pass. But uh, other than that, I, I got to say that Joey Janela. Um, did you did you see that when I tweeted when Joey Janela did um um did a um a, a um a Canadian destroyer at um at the Beyond show. Absolutely the most absurd thing I've ever seen. That guy should be fine, maybe. But <laughs> nonetheless, a lot of people played uh played towards the power driver uh execution the whole week. So it was fun to see, but um no one no no one apparently um uh, got any fine. So that's good. So yeah, the the, com- the commission knows what's going on. They're they're you know, they, they want that money coming in for you know all that whole weekend and all those shows getting run. If they, if they stuck like to the rule like a like as it's written, you know, they're, they're going to make people not want to come back there. So they, they, they obviously loosened things up so that they could fill their uh, wallet with some of that money that was coming into town from WrestleMania. So yeah, yeah there, there was, there was no big deals. And, and, and you'd be and all the guy wrestlers that were on the indie shows, it was smart of them to work around that and like tease it since yeah. everyone knew that as a story going in. So it was an added thing they could add to their yeah. with tease in the pile drivers. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Amir went for a package pile driver and I was literally thinking, I was like, she's going to do this because she just doesn't care. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, yeah, but I make no mistake the the, the, um, the, um, New Orleans, uh, Fight commission people were live and 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 definitely in sight because I definitely seen them and so that it was not a game but um nonetheless I again I don't think no suspensions or anything of that sort was thrown out there otherwise you know that would have been all over the internet but yeah, I think what I was kind of hearing was like the biggest thing was they just didn't want people going into the crowd and doing anything like brawling in the crowd and stuff as long as they kept stuff in the in the confined area around yeah. the ring that was, was kind of like the biggest thing yep yep yep. So uh, yeah, we'll 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 be doing this again. We got so much going on next week. Um, we'll definitely um, plug in our weeks of uh, of events coming up this week. Let's see. We got okay. We of course the superstar shakeup goes down, and then, but the big thing for us locally in the DMV will be the meetup before NXT DC. That is this Thursday. What the nineteenth is that? I think. Yes, it is. Yep, the, yep. The nineteenth at uh, was it the Brighton? Yes. You're the one who booked it, man. You should be putting right. this over here. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're fully a part of it. But yes, at the Brighton, it's um within walking distance of the anthem. Uh we we'll be there at four o'clock. We'll be around the bar area. Um, you know, you'll see people with Nova Nova Fang, uh Nova merch and um or uh you know, podcast merch, stuff like that. 
So come out, have uh, get a bike, get some get some good beverages. They got happy hour. Uh, talk to management. Got the little spot reserved. Good view next to the wharf. If you've never been down there, it's gonna be an amazing time. So come out and chat with us uh, before we get in for NXT, which is uh, at the Anthem. Which uh, I think doors start at what six or six thirty. Um, Something like that is what it says on the tickets. I think they're going with a seven thirty start. I think, okay. If I yeah. Remember right. The anthem is absolutely gorgeous. I've been in yeah. there. It's going to be wild to see a wrestling show in there. I mean, the venue is amazing. That whole that whole strip down there on the water is brand new. So everything yeah. is shiny and new and pretty. And we are in for a loaded lineup of talent coming to that show <laughs> yeah he took the words out of my mouth my, my man like yeah it's, it's going to be an amazing time so that takes us to thursday and then excuse me then friday we got more wrestling right oh yes we are back the very next night at nova pro wrestling at the jcc in northern virginia it's gonna be the old dominion rumble the first ever 30 people coming down yes i said people because there are some women that have entered the 30-person Old Dominion Rumble for a spot in the Commonwealth Cup coming up in June. But it's going to be a loaded lineup. Jordan Grace, uh, Christy Jane, and Alley Cat. Pound me out coming back. Veda Scott. Shazza. Shazza McKenzie, right? She's showing yeah. up. Yeah. She's showing up. Eric Royal, Ugly Ducklings, Logan Easton LaRue, Gunnar Miller. Loaded lineup coming the very next night at the Old Dominion Rumble from Nova Pro Wrestling. Get your tickets at VA Wrestling has the link on the Twitter machine to get just, to, the, to the Tumblr. I just thought about that. She might be working. She's working double time that night, uh, that that weekend. She probably she was on NXT last week. Wouldn't see why she won't be in NXT Thursday. That's very true. She yeah, she was on the tapings. Yep. So yeah, she made maybe we'll see her uh, the night before. Yeah, talk about that. That's a, that's awesome. Um, yeah. So yeah, again, we'll 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 definitely be um both shows. Um, so meet us at the uh the meet and greet before NXT, and then of course you know the pre show podcast. Uh, we'll get you have you something to listen to as you uh, make your way into the Northern Virginia area as we cover the card. Um. Uh, probable guest appearances from talent and uh, all other good things keep you up with with deals and sales and anything else that's going on so a lot a lot of work for us to do and, and a lot of wrestling for us to enjoy so looking forward to it um but for us you know we will be back with another uh episode come next week so <laughs> uh stay tuned for that uh we will definitely be searching and skimming for what has everyone so hot <laughs> the next week and god knows it's always something it's always something so oh another, another thing i wanted to say is too for anybody haven't watched the andre the giant um um memorial the andre the, the andre the giant documentary on hbo god was it good Yes, get out there and see that. That's one to go out of your way for. Even yeah. if, you're, if you're younger and you're not f that familiar with Andre the Giant and the legend of Andre the Giant and maybe you've just heard stories, it does a great job of like breaking all that down and kind of separating the fact from the fiction. And I mean, Andre was one of a kind. That man lived a life that no one else has lived. That's Fascinating right. stuff. You do not, that's, that's a documentary that you do not have to be a wrestling fan to enjoy. Yeah, way before his time. I mean, the guy was an icon. He left one hell of a legacy. And um, talking about being able to book matches and 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 star promotions and creating what the independent scenes is now of today. Being you know banking on himself to go all over, leaving his country and stuff like that. I mean, people are still trying to figure that out when someone did that years ago already easily. So. That guy is definitely uh, a, a all-time legend, and I, quite frankly, he has to be in there by Mount Rushmore of wrestling. Considering if you did not know anything about him beforehand after watching this, it would guarantee it would guarantee you to put him up in there. So. But, you know, for me, uh, definitely plug, make sure you plug all your things. We're going to get out of here. <laughs> yes, indeed. You can give me a follow at Heel Will Mahoney on the Instagram and the Twitter machines. Of course, for all the Snack Society action for all the latest. We had some good WrestleMania snacking with some cheese dip. 
Yes, indeed. We had lots of crazy stuff with that. And there'd be, I, hopefully we'll have some snacks to bring down to Nova Pro this Friday of some sort to sample. But all the latest snack reviews can always be found by using hashtag Snack Society all day, every day. And on my uh, Twitter or Instagram, we got the link right there to the YouTube page with all the great videos for the week of whatever the latest great junk food and snacking to enjoy there is. Oh, it's been it's been a wild week, man. I'm like kind of burnt out on the wrestling after this past <laughs> week. My brain is fried. I know, I know. It's the same. That's why I'm glad to be able to get get this recording because I'm trying to shake it all off to get back in, in rhythm. But yeah, it's been so freaking much. And even the fact that I haven't watched ROH yet, and I just keep getting fearful, like, oh, I don't think I can withstand anymore right now. So but goddamn, for, for all that, Will, you might as well just close the show for us. <laughs> <laughs> I do your plug, my man. Uh, you know where to find us. Um, we're at BGB Group on Twitter. And then step over to the website for everything else at BigOBellGroup.com. All right, so we'll see how the superstar shakeup shakes out. And we'll be back next week with all the reactions. And I'm sure there will be some reactions. <laughs> <laughs> you got that right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody, for sure. Go ahead. What would you go to say? There will be some flaming hot takes, I'm sure, that will have to be <laughs> taken down next week after the superstar shakeup. And we'll be here to do it right here on the Big Gold Belt Group with some flaming hot takes.